Skype of Cthulhu presents The Call of Cthulhu Scenario Horror's Heart by Sheldon Gillet. Um, somebody want to catch us up on what happened last time? I know it wasn't very exciting. It was kind of a boring session. Not a whole lot happened, but it was a little bit dry. There was a a, a ritual. Uh, so three three of us, uh, Miss Boone, Mister Steele, and the Father Gutierrez went to the Lavoise to reverse engineer the ritual to decurse uh, Monsieur Lavois, senior, uh, not senior Monsieur Lavois, and they were successful, and in payment for their success, uh, the Lavois and his, I guess, uh, servant, perhaps, uh, maybe family member, I'm not sure, is it a brother? Brother. His brother? Brother, maybe uncle turned into uh, beasts and attempted to kill them and did manage to kill two of them, but not Miss Boone, who escaped. And as she was escaping, and the reason she escaped is that there were some other animals, a tiger and a panther, that went after the bear and the raven. Um, so that was that was a thing. And then elsewhere, uh, Harwick, LaForge, and McBride watched outside the Canterbury Club and then broke into an antique shop and looked around and then went home uh, back to the church. And there they were called out to an ambush uh, by some voice telling them that he knew where McBride was to be found. And they went and attempted a little bit of subterfuge and probably would have all also died except that a mysterious man appeared and cast some sort of a spell it seemed like and destroyed the three beastly elephantine men that had set upon us and said that he Jean-Paul Vectorin uh, also knows where Philip McBride is located, that we should keep the heart safe, and that he'd come by the church to meet with us sometime tomorrow. And uh, I think that is where we left it. That all sounds pretty good. Um, <clears throat> just to clarify the point, um, for Ms. Boone, Mr. Harwick, uh, Ms. LaForge, and Mr. McBride, I believe that the four of you had decamped from the rectory and we're now in oh, a yes, nearby we're hotel. In a hotel. Yes. Right. Okay. Uh, so after the events uh, at, at the, uh, the ambush, I presume you would have gone back to said hotel uh, in order to back to the hotel and we're telling each other tales over drinks. Okay. And just uh, father Gutierrez. And eventually bed down for the night. Yes. Okay. Um, Mr. Marbury and Mr. Volkov, uh, would you care to introduce your characters? Randall, why don't you go first? Sure. Um, so Slava Volkov, um, he is, um, an immigrant from, from Russia. He's just coming from St. Petersburg. And he makes a living by serving his friend and ally, 
uh, Mr. Detective. Oh, what's your name, Matt? <laughs> Pierce Marbury. Detective, what was Marbury. your name? Yes. My good yeah. friend. <laughs> Very good friend. Yeah. friend. Best friend ever. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, Matt? Sure. So uh, I'm playing Pierce Marbury. He is a private investigator from Chicago. Um, he is a native Chicagoan, and although when you see him, he is sharply dressed, um, your eyes are immediately drawn to his nose, which is very, it's, it's not huge, but it's very sharp and angular looking, and it kind of attracts all the attention away from everything else about him. Okay. Uh, so <clears throat> the two of you, uh, for your reasons, uh, had you know traveled by train to Montreal, uh, presumably the overnight train. So you have arrived. Do we have our clock right? Is it April fifth, April fourth? Okay. So are we? You had it right last time we checked. So right. It's so right. last time was just the one. Yeah, so last time was just the one evening, so it's the morning of April 5th. Um, Mr. Marbury and Mr. Volkov, you arrived to Montreal, um, and I presume that you would head to saint first, because that's where you knew that Mr. Boyle had uh, uh, had been going? Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, I okay. think uh, if we had any leads back from Chicago, that's what would be following. Okay. Uh, yes, so you would arrive to Sankuti uh, in the morning. Uh, at Sankuti, uh, Madame Danjou, who of course needs no introduction. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you did um, uh, did the four previous investigators? Did you guys leave, leave a note for her, or did you just disappear? Oh, I think we just disappeared because we wouldn't okay. want. Um... Okay. So, no, Madame Danjou, so Madame Danjou, you show up at the rectory. You find the the beds empty yep. and unslept in. Uh, probably, you know, you would go ahead and and make breakfast anyway, just in case they show up or in case, you know, show Father up. McBride shows up. Yep. Yeah, and uh, you know, uh, instead of the four people you know, uh, two strangers show up at the cathedral. Um. Mr. Marbury and Mr. Volkov, you when you arrive at the cathedral, it's mostly empty. There's you know a few parishioners kind of in the, you know in the pews, just kind of sitting quietly meditating or praying, uh, you know lighting a candle, that kind of thing. Uh, and you go knock on the door of the rectory, and it is uh, opened by a uh, short, stout French lady. Oh, hello. What can I do? Good, Good morning. You. Good morning, ma'am. Uh, we're, uh, my name is Marbury, and this is my friend, uh, Mr. Volkov here. Uh, no. Indeed. We are uh, putting out some uh, questions, investigative feelers about uh, Mr. Boyle. I don't suppose uh, there's some indication that he came here last uh, Mr. Ball, yes, we did have a Mr. Ball staying with us recently. Uh, is he is he about? Uh, 
unfortunately, Mr. Boyle... Oh, come, come inside. I've just fixed breakfast and it seems the other guests haven't turned up yet. So, please, come in. That's yes. uh, breakfast. breakfast. Good. Yes. It's Very mighty little, kind. Gold. Of, uh, yes, I'm Why hungry not? after the train trip. And she leads you to the kitchen table, the dining room table. And yes, uh, unfortunately, the father's not here either to talk to you. But uh, Mr. Boyle, uh, I heard when they were talking that. Um, Mr. Boyle had died. He was killed recently. Killed? My my goodness, that that's a uh, that's quite a surprise. Volkov, uh, I wasn't expecting that. That that is very bad news indeed uh, for the Boyle. What happened to to him? Maybe. Oh, I don't, I don't know the details. Um, the others seem to be out. They've been out all night. So um, when they get back, they could possibly tell you something. Would you like tea or coffee? Uh, sure, ma'am. I'll have coffee. 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 And you, sir? Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. If you just sit and relax, and uh, hopefully the others. The other guests will be back. I hope the father will be back soon. He's been missing for a bit as well. These uh, other guests, uh, they're companions of Mr. Uh, Boyle. Uh, yes, yes. Some of them came with Mr. Boyle. Some came after Mr. Boyle had died. Um, yes, we've had, it. it's been very busy here in the rectory. For some reason, everybody seems to want to come here. That's true. That's true. Yes. Uh, well, uh, I guess, I guess we will wait all around. Uh, well, I'll go and get breakfast and get some coffee. And, uh, yes, if you please just make yourself relax and wait, um, hopefully some people will turn up soon. Well, Sorry. that is very bad news. Uh, very bad news. People missing, people dying. Very well, bad stuff happening here. We'll have to get to the bottom of this. Uh, it's, uh, it doesn't matter one way or the other to me, but uh, you know, if he's dead, uh, maybe maybe the mob's involved. Um, did the two of you see the uh, note that I sent you in Slack uh, just shortly oh. before we started? Slack. No. no. Okay. Pop over there right now. Uh, you might want to take a look. I, okay. Yep. I don't know that it has a whole lot to do, but um, just a little bit of additional background for you. Got there. It. Thank you. Yep. No problem. Um, let us cut over to the others. Ms. Boone, Mr. Harwick, Ms. LaForge, Mr. McBride. Uh, it is the morning of April 5th. You wake refreshed, feeling presumably safer and more comfortable in the hotel, perhaps. Oh, beer? Yes. 
Good morning. What, uh, what shall we do today? I don't know when the man was going to come back to the church, but I guess we will have to wait for him there. Is it safe to return there? I mean, after <clears throat> those animals know where we live. I feel safer by days and by night, but. Yes, yes. Plus, um, Mr. June makes a fine breakfast. <laughs> when, when I'm missed, um, can you guys hear me? Yep. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Um, we wouldn't want to miss uh, Mr. Viscount, so maybe we should go. Um, Mr. Monsieur Victor. Oh, Victorin. Oh, yeah. I miss the forge when you talked about the man, the the man in the cab. Was it the yes. same man? Yes. And as, did you have with his Monsieur buff? Victorin? Uh. I'm sorry, what did you, did you say? Did, didn't you say that you had taken a glove? Yes, yes, and he, uh, he, he was aware of it, and I have not yet done anything with it. It has been very busy. It has been very busy indeed. But uh, I have been thinking about that. Well, and, you know, maybe the father is back at the church again perhaps we perhaps the police have hope. information i mean we did talk to them hope. yesterday we how them are we going safe deposit key well i think it is very safe i think that is the goal right to keep it safe i don't know what we would do other than try to find two fresh graves on the estate I don't think we want to do that during the day. I'm sorry. Why would we find to go for our our friends? Yes, yes. If they're well, if they're animals, they may not be. They oh. may have been eaten. That sounds even worse to have to go looking around for. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> Depending. Yes. Hmm. Not well, today, certainly. Maybe no, in a no, day no, or two. No. Today is for going back and regrouping and viewing what we know, getting some breakfast. Mrs. Danjou will have some word, yes. You're right, we should go back. Thank Very you. Very good. So we go back. So turn to Saint-Couty. Yes. Yep. Okay. Uh, you find Madame Danjou there with breakfast and two men that you do not recognize. Ah, good morning. <laughs> Uh, madame, a lovely breakfast as always. I, I will stand up. Oh, hello. Good morning to all of, to all of you. Pleasure to meet you. I'm slowly Good reaching morning. for where my gun is hidden in the back of my jacket. Because <laughs> anytime strangers the... show up, it's bad. 
Are you the smart friends? <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's that's to be seen, I guess. But uh, my my name is Mr. Marbury, and uh, this is my friend Volkov here. Fellow parishioners for breakfast. Marbury <laughs> uh, uh, Volkov, it is uh, perhaps nice to meet you. Yes, that that's definitely the case. Uh, um, we're looking for Mr. Boyle, and uh, I understand that uh, he he is deceased uh, of late, uh, quite quite recently. Is is that that the case? Uh, he was removed from the list. Yes. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. Yes. Danny, Danny Boyle. Yes. Yes. Uh, can can you? Man. Well, we're here um, at the behest of uh, our employer, who is a, um, a business partner, I guess you would say, of of Mr. Boyle, and he has been wondering uh, where Mr. Boyle is and what he's up to, and so we're here uh, looking for him. I think you would say he is pushing up the daisy. <laughs> Were you... I see. Yes. yes. Uh, could you uh, perhaps enlighten us as to uh, a little more detail than than that? Um, yes, the, the good thing here was saying that there's also some missing people. Not only good Mr. Boyle, but also some friends of yours that are missing. What is happening here? Please. It is a good question. It is a very good question. We have no idea, but there is something <laughs> happening. <laughs> well, uh, could I ask if you're you're absolutely certain that Mr. Boyle is uh, deceased? If you have other friends missing, perhaps Mr. Boyle is just missing as well. Uh, oh no! Uh, I'll turn to Miss Boone. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, the police have all the details, certainly at this point. Oh, um, and Stanley but... was there too, right? I was there. No. I, was, I there. was there. You were here, and Simon was the other one. So, um, yeah, it was Simon who was there. Yeah. Yes, he is definitely deceased. He, he's deceased. Uh, that that's very unfortunate. Um, there was some suppose. some violence at a nightclub. I'm afraid. Um, I see. Uh, spilled over as he tried to leave the building to the nearby alley. Do you know who was the perpetrator of this uh, dastardly deed? Uh, it's what a long type story, of... but yes, uh, yes. Yeah, we, we think that that. we think that there is some perhaps alcohol smuggling between two groups here in Quebec, and uh, we were just uh, with one of them when they were attacked. But of course, now it could perhaps all be the one family. It that that is a new a new idea so uh do you think uh, mr boyle's death was uh uh was, was he sort of uh, collateral damage or um did he yes. stick his nose where it didn't belong oh and, well yes and as he says nose he uh, <laughs> I'll look at his kind nose. of blushes yeah. all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> what's the nature of your relationship again with uh with Danny, you said friend, business associates, 
perhaps. Well, uh, our employer um, is a business partner. Well, I guess you would say he was a business partner with Mr. Boyle. And uh, as he was not returning his telephone calls and did not leave a note as to where he was going, um, he was quite concerned, as you can understand. Yes. And how uh, familiar are you with the business that Boyle was in? Sorry, Randall, did I step on? What was that, Slava? No, that is not very friendly, not to answer your friend's calls. You see, <laughs> you don't do that. Yes, I see that. Yes, yes. Well, uh, especially if you have, uh, let us say, business entanglements with your friend. Are you familiar with the uh, the Lavoie family here in Canada? They seem to be in the same sort of uh, business Mr. Boyle and perhaps his friend was in. Uh, well, I am not familiar with that family, but uh, there is a uh, distributor of liquor that I am familiar with uh, up here. Uh, Mr. Uh, Cutis, I say it with this horrendous American accent. <laughs> uh Yeah, I guess that could be it. I look around to everybody. As in this church, San Kuti, a man has called himself... Kuti? Well, there, there is a, uh, as I say, a liquor distributor around here uh, in Montreal. And uh, I know that, uh, well, there's perhaps some nefarious activity between um, the local um, Chicago family. Uh, oh, whoops. Hang on. I need to edit the message I sent. No, I screwed it up. <laughs> I thought we were finally getting somewhere. I will be yeah. uh, shortly retconning what I just told you. <laughs> sorry, sorry. sorry. That, was, that was on the keyboard. Yeah, I, I okay. just edited the message. So, I'm, Hopefully I'm that sorry, clears uh, things up. Miss, Miss Patricia, what was that name that you uh, told me moments mm. ago? Uh, uh, Lavoie? L- Lavoie family. Yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, well, you know, there, there's this uh, family. Uh, I don't know how you would describe them back in Chicago, but uh, there are they're, they're the Caprices, and uh, they might be involved in, as you might know, uh, some liquor distribution. And I think they were up here to meet with uh, someone from the Lavoies. The Caprice family is in Chicago, yes? Uh, that's right. Okay. We seem to have three factions is the reason I'm asking. The Lavois are... Two well, those them. are the... They're actually the, the Anglophones, right? Even though they have the, the French name. Then there's no, the... Lavois were French speakers. They were? Yeah, they they are. Yeah. Trail. Yeah. Okay, so General, the gentleman's name or... is Jean Claude Lavoie. Yes, yes, that's the one. I'm afraid you won't be speaking with him either, though. He's another <laughs> one of these disappeared people. <laughs> what is happening here? 
Oh, we don't know. We don't know. <laughs> it would be best if you left Montreal. Yes. Excuse me. Has the same train you came in on? Has this all got to do with the father's disappearing? It is possible. We We believe that today we may find him. Yes. I don't think the father was in with the Lavoise. No. Or Father Phil was definitely in the. Something he shouldn't have been. She gives a little sign of the cross. So do you think Mr. Boyle was uh, was killed because he got involved with the Lavois? Uh, he did. He did um, uh, step into the the shooting as opposed to away from it. But I don't think he was involved financially with them. It was just drinks and dinner and and then he could not contain himself. Drinks, dinner, and a pretty face to the youngest uh, Jean-Claude's daughter. Yes. Yes. Well, that sounds like innocently unfortunate, but uh, I I suspect there's more to it than that. You may suspect. That is your right. Well, Well, thank you. Thank you for affirming that. <laughs> you're welcome. You're, you're, you're professional in this. Sorry, Stanley. Oh, go ahead. I, I didn't mean to interrupt. You can go ahead. I, I wouldn't... I don't know that I would go um, getting mixed up with the Lavoise. Uh, would you say that that's true, Miss Boone? <laughs> Patricia? Well, actually... Um, to the contrary, this <laughs> investigating seems to be your line of work. Is that right? Mr. Well, as I say, um, my friends here and I have uh, a contract of engagement with uh, Mr. Boyle's uh, business partner to find out exactly what uh, happened to him and make sure that he did not... Um, how how would you say it? Uh, maybe compromise their business in any way? Yes. Well, there were many, as you can tell, we're not quite sure what's going on. But our friends and ourselves are very much involved in it. I'm afraid we could maybe use a person who knows what they're doing when this... they see clues. And you seem pretty, uh, <clears throat> pretty. You seem to have a pretty good reason to stick around on your employer's behalf. I'm not not sure that's true, though. I think you have the answer you need, Mr. Marbury, which is that Mr. Uh, Boone was uh, drinking and got in the middle of a mob fight. And you can report back to your employer that he was up here visiting, apparently, (laughs) for a visitor priest. That should soothe him. Priest, tell no tales. But I tell you, if, if that means your engagement with them is done, I, I have money. I was wondering if you'd be willing to take on a, a new engagement right now. As I'm saying this, I'm looking at uh, Slava and thinking, it'd be good to have somebody who can throw a punch in this group. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, can I... Money is good, but we are here to find out what happened first, uh, right? 
right? That That's correct. Um, and of course, while we absolutely accept your word as to the events that transpired that evening, um, I am afraid if we returned and uh, told our employer that uh, he died in a bar fight accidentally that, well, he might ask for more details than that. So hmm. well, I, I, at the same at the same time, I am not necessarily adverse to uh, taking on two jobs at once. I can multitask. We can do both. I can punch here. I can punch there. <laughs> <laughs> well, that sounds wonderful then. If you well, don't mind, uh, I assume there'd be a reduction in your fee because you know, you're doing two things at once. But uh, yes, if you would not mind uh, bringing a fresh set of eyes to this situation, that would be very helpful. I I look at Slava. Yes, what? I I say yes. We take the money. Same job. Two 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 checks. Why not? I shrug. Well, I agree. We're here already. We traveled all this way. It would be a shame to turn around and go right back, especially we can get a second payday. Wonderful. It's settled. Now, you must try these pancakes. They're simply delicious. Can I Can I interrupt for a moment? Oh, <laughs> if you must. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't have to. I don't have to. I don't have to. Uh, if you'd rather I didn't, that's fine. We that's can just... Fine talk for the next two hours i, mean, I just miss matt so much i could talk to him the rest of the session i i totally understood see the, well that's the problem i want to talk to him too all right so. all right we'll let you talk to him too <laughs> um so as usual the uh you know madame d'anjou's uh, breakfast is accompanied by the newspaper of the day can i get uh library use rolls from everyone yes i was just thinking about showing him the news and it didn't show up because uh, that that was something that didn't come into in the news, right? The uh, uh, the the bar fight was was didn't make it to the newspaper. Regular yeah. success. I get a newspaper appears to be written in French, and I do not speak French. <laughs> Read French. Okay. Um. So I I got a couple things for you. So first of all, uh. So as you're just kind of you know browsing through the newspaper, having this conversation, um, you know you you don't find any sort of articles or anything that uh, that jump out at you. Um, however, as your eyes kind of scan over the obituaries, uh, there are two obituaries that jump out at you because of a location, the name of a location that you recognize, especially since you're discussing it right now. <laughs> um, and there is a knock at the rectory door. Oh, perhaps that is oh. Monsieur Victoria. I will go and answer it. <clears throat> uh, Thank you, Madame. Madame Danjou, you see a um, a very uh, finely dressed gentleman. Uh, very plainly dressed, though he has the look of a of a you know a butler or a foot servant, something like that. Yep. Uh, yes. Excuse me, Madame. Um, is there a Ms. Patricia Boone here? Uh, 
Yes, there is a petition for you. And who, who may you be, sir? I, I have a message for her. If you would please see that she gets this. Uh, and he hands you a envelope. Um, you know, yep. clearly containing, you know, at least a folded up piece, you know, a piece of paper in an envelope. Um, and in very, very nice calligraphy on the envelope, you know, it's addressed to Ms. Patricia Boone. Uh, and you can immediately tell just from the envelope itself is a very high quality paper. Okay. Oh. I will make sure that she gets it. Thank and you. And he leaves. Nod and yeah, I'll close the door and walk over to walk back and take it and pass it to Miss Boone. He goes, uh, I man was just outside and he asked to give me give you this it looks quite expensive her face goes white and she drops her fork she stayed at the hotel kind of reaches out with shaking hands and takes the paper we'll crack it open uh inside the envelope there is a letter and a check a banker's check Written to Patricia Boone <laughs> in the amount of two thousand dollars. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Well, we did it after all. We left the courts. <clears throat> Miss Boone, my sincere apologies for the loss of your friends last night. My sister and I very much appreciate your discretion in this matter and assure you that both our father and his brother have been severely dealt with. Enclosed with this letter, please find a check for the $2,000 that my father promised you. If you like, we will arrange for the remains of your friends to be discreetly returned to their homes. If you prefer some other arrangement, please do let us know. In addition, I am aware that one of your number, Mr. Harwick, attempted to gain entry to the Canterbury Club last night. Neither of us are members, but Uncle was a member. If you or Mr. Harwick would still like to visit the club, I'm sure we can arrange something. Stefan Lavoie. They are everywhere. Yes. <clears throat> and the obituaries are at the top of that same page. Oh, sorry. Oh, oh I see. Yeah, Francois Sauvier. Salesman at my lord's fire, McGill Street, died 02 April in an incident outside Le Bistro Door, will be interred today in the Italian graveyard at such and such address. Ricardo Trovio worked the docks as a longshoreman, died 2 April in an incident outside Le Bistro Door, will be interred today at downtown, <coughs> downtown at this address. Um, These are too still, recent to be the heartless men, right? Heartless men? Are those the ones cut down by the old guy? Is that what you mean? No, the 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 guys that I went and looked at, the unidentified guys in the. Oh yeah, those guys. Didn't some people die in the bar fight? Yeah, we you got we killed some of the dudes, I guess. So that could have been April second. Uh, so the re the reason that this jumps out at you is that Le Bistro Dior is the club that you went to the night of April 2nd. Yeah, yeah, yes. okay. Is that um, where Boyle died? It, it is. is. 
he died. Well, I don't know if he actually took any of them down. It was a savage dog. It was the dog that killed him. Yeah. <laughs> a friendly dog so that had to <laughs> well, that's because he was too busy being taken down by Miss Boone and her fumble. What? No. I didn't <laughs> look at the record. You fumbled, oh, and he, that's why I, I made him a target. I think Simon helped with the fumbles. It was well. Simon. <laughs> I shouldn't speak ill of the dead, but it was Simon. <laughs> it seems like everybody around you dies. Instead oh, of speaking God. ill of the living, I mean, frankly. <laughs> there have been and a lot of privately, private messages passed back between Jim and I. <laughs> oh. Um. Okay. Well, um, perhaps we could get the bodies delivered here and we could search them for uh, the key to the lockbox. Yes. They could be buried Nobody's here too, I imagine, in the, in the church cemetery. Hmm. I think well, the father would like that. But, Ma, we need the father back to do that. Perhaps eventually, yes, but if he is not here, we have a shovel, I'm sure. Perhaps we could arrange for them to be sent, sent back, but have a viewing before they're, uh, they're gone. Uh, have a look at them, so to speak, so that we can check the key. How are we going to explain them? Let's say we're attacked by a wild bear in... The city of Montreal, it's, uh, it's a thing, yes. Yeah. Well, we could have, we could tell them we want to have a service here, have the bodies, we search them, and then, uh, and then have them be buried in the local cemetery somewhere. Yes. Do they have, Mr. Steele worked for a, a newspaper? Oh, I think we can afford more than a pauper's grade for him, if that's what you're saying. No, I'm just wondering if there are people that should be told. Yes, that's what I mean. I think it'd be, they would Does want. Does he have family? And the father, Gutier, perhaps the church needs to know. I don't know these these men, but... Didn't you spend a fair bit of time with Mr. Seal? Me? Yes. Perhaps. Yes, we went to our house together. We could have them. But he did not tell me of his family. Alongside the other body. Oh, the other body's gone. So there's room for two bodies in our freezer. There's there's room now, at least for one of them. Yeah, we know that. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, and if we need a heart. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. In any case, Miss Mar- Mr. Marbury, if you're interested, we the the bar where uh, Mr. Boone was shot, these two gentlemen were also shot of. If this is a clue for you, perhaps you want to look into it. But uh, perhaps you want to go to my Lord's Fire. Isn't that also the name of the uh, the antique shop? Uh, if you're asking that, yes, it is. I'm thinking out loud to the group, but yes. Yeah. The voice tells me I'm right. <laughs> well, it seems like there's very many clues here that uh, it's going to take me a while to kind of catch up on. But um, 
if I understand uh, in summary of what happened most recently, uh, two of your companions were killed. Uh, this is not including Mr. Boyle. Yes. Yes. That's it. last night. And um, one of you was attempting to, uh, shall I say, uh, forcibly break and enter into a, a social club. No, 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 no. not into no, the no, social no. club. Into we an antique so. store, yes, but not the social <laughs> yes. club. Not to the social club. I mean, what social club would let you in? We you merely are... asked if if we could be admitted, but we were not, and we did not attempt to break in. And uh, the two who were killed, uh, how did they die? <sighs> a bear. A bear. Um, Definitely a bear. Well, that. That might be uh, sufficient uh, to explain to the police, but I think you're going to have to be a little more forthcoming to uh, my friend and I here if you're going to. Mr. Uh, Marbury, I'm afraid want us we have. Useful. Well, Sorry. I'm afraid yes. we haven't been fully. We haven't told you everything. It, um, we haven't there told I have... him anything. <laughs> There have been some strange things, uh, some strange goings on, uh, beginning with the reason that we, that that we, all of us came to uh, Montreal to begin with. Um, how are you with, <clears throat> uh, the supernatural? I, yes, yes. Thank you. Maybe, Anselise, you can take it from here. <laughs> You're well, a, uh, I I read some of those uh, pulp magazines from time to time, uh, so I'm familiar with those kinds of stories. Yes, and you think they are all malarkey? Uh, well, uh, I, I guess so. They are not. That is where you must start. Fair enough. There, the Lavois, the the children, uh, the father, the brother, they change into animals. So the bear and the raven uh, were the two of the Lavois that killed our friends and also uh, were killed by the panther and the other cats, the tigers that we think are also the daughter and son of of the maybe not killed, I don't know. Severely dealt with, I think is the word. That is one supernatural story that is happening. The other is much worse. The other the father here, uh the missing one, not the dead one found a, a body. I just, I just look. I look at my friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, How exactly. many people have died here? <laughs> yes, the, the bear. The, the, the bear man. Very good. Please continue. Please continue. Yes. He, he unearthed a body of a, perhaps a man who was a an ancient uh, 
wizard or, or some practitioner of the dark art. We don't know. And the body and the heart were still in good shape after many hundreds of years. And there is a, some, some group called the blood. Uh, we think they have taken the body and they are trying to take the heart. And when they have the two together, they will do some form of ritual to, we don't know what again, but I'm sure it is not good. Uh, I think that is most of it. I'll sort of look around. So I, I, I'm not quite sure. I, I may have missed something there. It's the people <laughs> who can turn into the zoo animals. They they are the ones trying to do something with this body. You see why we need no. experts. We we don't think well. We don't know that they are connected. There's we have not yet seen any reasons that they are connected. We think there are two, as I say, two supernatural stories that are are different. I see, and uh, so there's some kind of wizard involved here, huh? Uh, he will be involved, yes, once they bring him back to life. I oh. see. The wizard is the one who also <clears throat> was there in Crossroads last night. Uh, is that there's a different wizard? Yes. That is the one who saved us. He seems to be against the blood, and the other blood, uh, they are trying to revive their ancient person. Well, he I, says I, he's against the blood, but Andrews. I look over. Well, I look he did over save our Madame, lives. Madame Anjou, do you? I, I don't suppose you have anything a bit stronger than this coffee. <laughs> I'm afraid we have finished it all. <laughs> yes. We'll need to go and get some. We usually go have these uh, conversations in the the front room with the bar. The bar card. There he is breakfast, you know, looking at you and, and just nodding with his head. Hmm. Yeah, very interesting, very interesting. And I I I, I turn to my partner and I raise my eyebrows. Uh, interesting case for you, uh, Pierce. You don't need case. to believe it from us. It is okay. I, I do believe. I do believe, lady. Don't don't worry. I do believe. Uh, let's mm. go and push this uh, bear and and let's see what if he talks to us. Right? Did you say punch the bear? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. That's right. That's what he said. He said punch the bear. Yes. The bears. The bears punched the dead bear at this point. But. We don't know if he is dead or we don't know what severely dealt with mean, but he is likely dead. But you can, they, they do say the uncle was a member. It could mean that he's no longer with us or it could mean he just stopped being a member. It could go either way. Oh, yes. Neither of us, so, the uncle was a member. Mm. In more mundane things, what do you think the connection with this um, uh, group from from the US has to do with this uh, Laval people. Have you find any connection between them? Why are they here? It all, all seems like good timing. Uh, don't you think, Pierce, this is a good timing? The, the, the guys from the US come here and all these people show up dead, including our friend Boyle. I don't know. A lot of uh, maybe curious coincidences yes yes 
<clears throat> Madame Danjou. Uh, yes. Yes. The phone rings in the rectory. Oh. Uh, we'll go and get her. Hello? Uh, yeah, yes. You you are a, a friend of, uh, of McBride, yes? Uh, he was a guest here? Guest? I thought... I thought he was the father. The <laughs> oh, father McBride. Sorry, sorry. There was a McBride as well. There is. A... Uh, yes, yes, yes. I am here. deeply, <laughs> deeply confusing. Yes. There's two McBrides. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, raid. There are two McBrides. <laughs> yes. Uh... Jim, can I? Is it too late to back out of this scenario? <laughs> <laughs> We, we told you to leave Montreal. I mean, you know, you've got a perfectly good in-story reason to. <laughs> Sean, Sean tried to get rid of you. Uh, <laughs> that wasn't me. No, I would never get rid of Matt. No. <laughs> Randall can jump on a plane, but, you know, not Matt. <laughs> um, yes, Father Father McBride. Um, yes. I, 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 I know where he is. I, I know who kidnapped him and, and where you can find him. Um, Indeed, where? Uh, um, <laughs> the cafe, maybe mi the cafe, mi Um, uh, in in one hour, please, please come. I I must leave town. Okay. Well, and he hangs up. Yep. I wander back to the group. Um, a gentleman just called saying that he knows where Father McBride is. That is now Bill? the third person who believes you know where Father McBride is. <laughs> um, he said to meet in an hour at uh, the cafe. Minute. Minuet. Minuet. This sounds familiar. This cafe. It's a lot of notes to go through and a lot of places. Does Search anybody for... remember? Yes. Uh, it, is, it does not sound familiar. Oh, okay. Never mind. No. Uh, unless you happen yeah. to pass it on the street, that's possible. Okay. He wishes to meet to, to let us know, and he has to. He says he has to leave town. Well, he is a smart one, then. <laughs> well, this is very good news. More mundane, you know, no magic, no magic bears. We can go and talk to this man and see if he knows where the father is. It's it's, it's good. It's good. Well, except for we're waiting for a man who killed the elephant creatures last night. Yes, he is supposed to also tell us where the father is. Well, yeah. this guy said to meet me, so how about if I go and meet him? Oh, well, you shouldn't go by yourself. Indeed, a good gentleman like you would come with me. Oh, well, I guess I, I, I will look and see if I'm needed, I guess. No, no, no I'll come <clears throat> with you. Yes, of course. <clears throat> He is very good in a gunfight. Excellent. Oh, hopefully there's none of that. Hmm. Oh, you can hope. My, yes, it's my hope since we got here, but... Hmm. The thing without feathers. Uh. All right, so I guess we'll go to the cafe. In an okay. hour. Yes. Or maybe ahead of time. 
I don't know how. I don't know actually where it is. Do we know? We do I, it's on the map. Um, I just didn't look at where it was. Is would the Madame know where the cafe is? Uh, if, uh, she probably would not. Um, but you know, you can check the uh, check the book of such things and quickly find it. Yeah, I can. It's north on St. Dennis Street. Oh. Yep. Lovely Saint-Denis. Go right through Figure Square, wherever that is. Well, we should probably try to get there a little bit early. And Miss uh, Miss Boone, if it's possible, I, I really would like to go to the Canterbury Club tonight. Oh, yes, yes, perhaps. I don't know if you how you feel about accepting favors <clears throat> from that family, given what you went through. I thought I might send send a message back asking them to return the <clears throat> our friends' effects, or rather, return our friends' effects to us as they send their remains home, and let them worry about that to the. Uh, Aren't you worried the they'll find places. the key then and wonder what it is? They may not care. I mean, it's just just a key. That's true. Have other keys in their pockets and such. Yes. If they, uh, yeah, I mean, if they, this is a good enough way to find out if they're involved or not, right? I mean, either it's just a safe deposit box key to them, or else it's something important when they come across it, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, because if they want it, then if they're interested, they in have it already. Thing, if they want it, yeah, yes. exactly. Well. You're a lawyer. I trust you to do what's right in these matters. Hmm. <laughs> okay. How many lawyers have you known? <laughs> oh, oh, not many, but I assume you're a good one, aren't you? Yes, yes. Partner in my firm. She sits a little taller. Yes, I'll, um, I'll draft a letter quickly and we'll send uh, Messenger right out right now. So yeah, I'll do that. Okay, so you're you're asking them to send not the bodies to the church, but the effects from Father Guthier and uh, Mr. Steele uh, to the church. Yes, and they offered to uh, send the bodies. I'm sorry, I was another part of the notes. They said they offered to send the bodies home. Oh, yep. Yeah, yeah. So let them. Okay. Trust they get it to the right place, and we'll get what they what they had on them. And also. Um, Ask about the club, the Canterbury Club. Okay. And I'll put a word of thanks in as well. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. Uh, so you write up that note, you know, run out to the street, grab a taxi, taxi messenger. Um, they roll off with your message. Um, Mr. Harwick and, and Madame Danjou. Uh, when are you wanting to go to the cafe? Are you going to go at the appointed time or like an hour early? I mean, it is an, basically an hour early, you know, kind of at the end of the phone call. Or it, how long a walk do I think it is? So I think it's a walk of an hour? Yeah, 20 minutes. Well, we'll wait another few minutes and then just walk. Okay. It's a nice, nice day uh, outside. I so I need to be there about half an hour early. Hmm. Good, good. I will turn to Pierce, you know, where, and talk to him kind of in private where no one else can hear us and, and tell him, 
uh, listen, Pierce, we can just follow these crazy people and pretend that we believe in what they are saying and earn some extra money. Well, we investigate what happened to this Mr. Boyle and and see if uh, the disappearance of the father has anything to do with it. Why don't we go with this um, good cooking uh, lady? <laughs> uh, I'm fully on board with that, Slava. Yeah, more right there with you. I don't. I I have no rush to to meet any magicians, to be honest. So let's go with them. And and at the same time as that conversation, I do not think they believe us, but uh, he will learn, and they will be very <laughs> twisted when they do find out the truth. I feel bad bringing them into this, but we may as well let them stay around, as you say, someone who can punch a bear. May be useful briefly. <laughs> okay. I can see, <laughs> see two huddled groups kind of chatting and looking at the other one slyly across the room. So Marbury and Volkov are going to the cafe with uh, Harwick and Danju. That so- sounds safer. Yeah. Okay. Sounds safest. Um, Ms. Boone, are you going to wait at the church for a reply? Is that where you're? Um, are you I'm actually? Thought of a um, a lead as well, perhaps either Patricia or someone else. Uh, we remember the clay that uh, we found um, that came from near. Yes. yes, yes. So one of the dead men, Ricardo Trovio, worked as a longshoreman <clears throat> down by the river, which is only a few blocks uh, from town here. And um, I wonder if we could find who he worked for perhaps and get a lead from something that way. Does that seem reasonable or am I just really reaching here? Sometimes we need to reach. So you want to go to his and to the funeral home where he's being interred or you just want to go down to the docks and start asking people? Uh, Who talked to the newspaper person the other day. I did. That's really good friends. Ah, perhaps you could call her, him? I'm sorry. I him? Forgot. Yeah, him. And uh, ask if he has any more information on uh, Mr. Trovio, exactly where he worked. Maybe that oh. would be uh, save us time. We could get a lead that way. Yes. Could go to the funerals. That's true, too. Suspicious characters that showed up, or I guess maybe I should wait for the effects too. But you know, there's more than just me, I guess. Well, I will wait here in case Monsieur Victorin uh, mm. shows up. Mm-hmm. Okay, I can so, go to the funerals. Got Stanley going to funerals. Um, Madame Danju, she's probably not going anywhere. We'll send her off to the river. No, she's going to the. She's going to meet Madame oh, Danju. Is going I'm to sorry, meet. Uh, yep, going to the cafe. Okay, so Harwick, Danju, Marbury, and Volkov are going to the cafe. Boone and the Forge are staying at the church, and Mr. McBride is going to go funeral hopping. Sounds good. Yes. Okay. Maybe the Forge can make the the call while we wait or something. See if we can get a lead. Yep. Sure. So the the cafe team 
heads out for a nice pleasant walk through the city. Um, it's a beautiful morning, beautiful spring morning in Montreal. Uh, the streets are, are busy, <clears throat> people moving around, a nice walk through the uh, cobblestone streets of Montreal there, uh, north towards the cafe. Uh, Ms. LaForge, you're going to go ahead and make your phone call? Sure, yeah, I will uh, call Mr. Journalist Gaston. You're just asking him about uh, Trovio? Uh, I'm going to ask him about Trovio and also about um, if he has done any additional looking into the various stories about the Lavois. Okay. Um, summary answer. Uh, the Lavois, uh, no, he has not learned anything uh, new yet, although there seems to have been some kind of commotion uh, at the Lavois estate last night. Um, it appears that uh, Jean-Claude Lavoie and Hugh Lavoie uh, were attacked and killed by some of the animals in the menagerie. Mm. And uh, uh, their you know, arrangements are being made for uh, funerals for them in a few days. Uh, and uh, Stefan is taking over the family business. Actually, okay. I'm sorry, Stefan and uh, Celine are jointly taking over the family business. That makes sense. Uh, as uh, far as far as yeah. Trovio, uh, mm -hmm. he's never he's never heard the name. Uh, you probably mentioned you know you saw it in an obituary. Right. Uh, he yeah. would have mentioned that you know the obituaries are just you know just come in from the funeral homes. The funeral directors write them, you know, or family writes them, and the the paper just publishes them. He never yep. seen it. Never heard the name. Doesn't know anything about it. Okay. Okay. Good enough. Um, let's go with Mr. McBride. So where are you headed first, Mr. McBride? Uh, looking at the um, obituaries, I'd look to take place first. I go to that one. Okay. Um, they both kind of indicate, you know, that it's a, you know, the interment will be in the afternoon, but there's a, you know, viewing and memorial, you know, through the day. So you can kind of show up at, you know, either part of the day. Okay. Uh, then I will just go to Francois's funeral first. Okay. Uh, it's definitely the closer one. Uh, it's a very nice uh, kind of grand funeral home uh, near downtown Montreal. Um, the building itself is a, is a small uh, chateau. It's very elegant, uh, four stories high, uh, some nice ironwork on the outside. Um, as you enter, there is a, um, you know, there's a little, you know, sign indicating, you know, Suave, Suavia, um, Suave, sorry, Suaveru uh, is uh, upstairs and you make your way upstairs, um, and there is a room. Uh, outside the room, there is a very kind of nice hardwood easel with the name uh, Francois Sauvemur. Sauvemur. God, I can't get that name right. Um, and uh, holding a oil an oil painting, 
uh, of a slight kind of rat-faced young fellow um, in a dark blue blazer. And I believe, McBride, you were at the, you were at the Lubistro, yep. right? You, you were not. Okay, so you wouldn't recognize him. Um, there are a few people kind of coming and going. Uh, there are uh, what appears to be, uh, you would presume, uh, family members. There's a, an older gentleman, an older lady, uh, and a couple, you know, kind of young, 28, you know, late teens, 28, 20 years, um, women uh, sitting kind of sobbing uh, at the front of the room. Right, I will um, probably one of the the uh, I'll go through the receiving line, and um, you know when I'm I'm in line with everybody else, I can you know oh it's such a shame. Ah uh, yes, thank you. You you knew Francois. You were I do not recognize you. Uh just in passing. Um, uh, we we had only recently met, so I was I was shocked to see his name in the paper. I uh, I'm, I'm I'm sorry, uh, Monsieur Xavier. Um, um, I um, we had um, discussed some uh, love of antiques. Ah yes yes. Um. Francois worked at that lovely little shop. It was it's a very nice shop. They have some wonderful pieces. Uh, he was he was very happy to be working there. Yes, yes. Um, he seemed to um, be be learning a lot about uh, Tibetan pieces. Tibetan pieces. This I I did not know that uh, my lord's fire dealt in. In, in Tibetan pieces, but uh, I didn't know that Francois had had such an interest. But I'm I'm very glad to hear that he did. He he had uh, <laughs> such a wild, such so wild as a young man. It took him time to settle down. But I'm very glad to hear that uh, you were able to make his acquaintance. Okay. Uh, well, my condolences. Uh, they say thank you. Okay. The my my lord's fire is also downstairs from the Canterbury Club, is it not? It is. So um I was thinking more of, of, of talking to uh one of the other mourners who doesn't seem to be mm, particularly sad, but more like obliged to be there. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Sure. Worker or um, and uh, just kind of hmm, it's really too bad about uh, Francois. Um, yes, unfortunate. Um, you, you, I, I always um, thought that uh, he would be involved in um, um, something in a, a slightly um, more upscale uh, place, place like where he worked down below from, or up above, yeah. Oh, you you mean uh, the Canterbury Club? 
Right, yes. He he seemed uh it seemed like he might try to go that way. Well, he was wanting to become a member, but I'm sure I'm sure that as hard as Francois worked, eventually he would have been able to afford the entrance, the membership. Hmm. Yes. Now, it's too bad that his life was cut so short. Yes, such violence on our streets. Something should be done. Hmm. I was trying to see if maybe he actually worked the Canterbury Club, but I guess not. Hmm. <laughs> no, Francois was not a staff at the Canterbury Club. I didn't know how much crossover there was between My Lord's Fire and the Canterbury Club. Oh, well, other than the fact that they are neighbors, I don't believe there is any. Hmm. Hmm. One does hear such strange rumors. Well, I'm sure I'm certain that many of the members of the club have purchased pieces from My Lord's Fire. It is one of the finer antiques stores in town. Indeed, indeed. All right, I will just um you know sign the book with uh, Father Gutierrez's name and head over to <laughs> Mr. Trogio's, uh funeral. Okay. Um, let's go to Ms. Boone and Ms. LaForge at the church very quickly. Um, the It doesn't take long at all. Uh, in fact, it, you know, kind of Ms. Boone, you, you are intimately familiar now with how long it takes to get from Sancuti to the Lavoie estate. Uh, and the messenger is back in barely more time than the round trip would take. Okay. Uh, and he hands you a small parcel. Mm -hmm. uh, and with a note. Uh, and the note gives him a tip. He thanks you and leaves. Uh, the note indicates uh, to meet uh, Stefan. Uh, at the Canterbury Club at 7 p.m. Okay. Uh, and the parcel contains the various personal effects of Father Gutierrez and uh, Mr. Steele, including a broken camera. Excellent. A and, a, and a key? And a safe deposit box safe key, box. yes. Uh -huh. Were the uh, were Steele's photographs of the book and so forth on him when he was when did you take those with you uh gary or were they are they in your room here no, at the church no, no they'll be in the room there with, with my stuff so i might um look through those while we are um seated uh while we're hanging out at the house at the church waiting okay uh let's cut to team cafe Indeed. Uh, you arrive at, uh, where is it? Here it is. Uh, you arrive at the address for Le Café Minuit. Uh, which if oh. you're 
curious. Oh, okay. Four two four two Saint Denis is in the Plateau District on the east side of Mont Royal, uh, and the address is a simple door. There's no, there's no sign. There's no kind of shop window. It's just a door. Is this is this one of those uh, speakeasies? No, it could be. It could also be. Uh, it could be a private club of another sort. It could be any number of things. But uh, Mr. Madbury, do you? I'm sure your Russian friend does. Do you carry a gun? Oh, uh, yeah. I'm I'm packing a little bit of heat. Yes, just just make sure it's in a place that you think you could get to very quickly as we go inside here. And with that, I will walk up and open the door. You see, yeah, you see um, Slava loading his uh, 45 in front of you. Uh, The door is locked. I'll knock on the door. Uh, As you knock, a moment later, uh, the door opens just a couple inches. Uh, you can see uh, the gentleman, a gentleman looking out at you, a uh, kind of short, swarthy fellow. Ah, yes. Come in, come in. Quickly, quickly, come in, come in. Go in. He leads you uh, inside. The, he, you know, he opens the door enough for the four of you to come in. Um, and then just come, come. Uh, and leads you down a set of stairs. So the door opens onto a set of stairs, basically a landing and then a set of stairs going down. Yeah. Uh, uh, do any of you speak Arabic? I assume the answer is no, but no. I, I want to, uh, thought I should ask. I uh, don't think so. No. Okay. Uh, you can hear him mumbling something to himself as he, as he leads you downstairs. Um, at the bottom of the stairs, there is a room. Uh, it is clearly a cafe, uh, although a cafe in a basement. Uh, he clicks a couple lights on. You can see there's a few tables, a counter, um, you know, a, uh, a cook space. Um, not a whole lot here. Uh, the you know the air kind of you know, the air smells of uh, Arabic food, <laughs> basically. Uh, I'm 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 very thank you for coming thank you for coming. I'm, I I I I must apologize though I I do not actually know where McBride is just now but and I know that the the blood they took him because of the corpse. So you're telling me that you brought us here, but you don't know where he is? Yes, there is, yes, yes. Why but you, couldn't you just tell us that over the phone? Psychology rolls? <laughs> nope. Oh. No. Um, a 68? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> I, I, because if... I, I did not think he would come otherwise, and I. I Wait, well, we didn't have to if you called. Well, what is it that you wanted us to uh, come here for then? It's it's the blood. They're 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 after me. I, 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 
I, I joined a, a short time ago, and but I, I don't know what they're doing. But it is it is evil. It is, it is bad. And the, I'm, I'm, I leave Canada by boat this evening. I, I must I must get out. But <clears throat> I, I look I, over at Patricia and Denise. And I'm like the blood. What what's he talking about? Well, Mr. Madbury, we'll we'll get to that. Very well. Do you know if you've been a member? Do you know where they meet? I I I know I know some I know some of the locations. Yes, yes, but it's it's. Dishadine has it. You you must find it. You must find it. It's it's important. Um, who has listen, it? Who? Li- listen, rules. Listen, rules. <laughs> Uh, that's zero one. Uh, oh, that's hear, a You hear the door upstairs open and then I close. Passed. All right, so I grab a table and flip it down. <laughs> <laughs> and you hear footsteps coming down my, the stairway. Got the my gun. hand goes to the sh- shoulder holster. Get down, get down. So who, who? Is this person who's got it? Madame, please, get down! Jim, I step to, like, one side of the doorway. Okay. There's just people coming down to the cafe. <laughs> Does this look like a cafe to you? Um, two men and a woman... And a, and a woman. Two men <laughs> and a woman. Two men and a woman. Um... The 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 first ma- the one of the men um, is very well dressed. He has a nice kind of olive green suit on and a long raincoat. He steps into the room, and uh, um, uh, Burla kind of turns and looks. Brother, you came! You came! Um, the two other men, or sorry, it, uh, the other man and the woman kind of step in to the room. Um, they're slightly more casual than the first gentleman. Uh, the second gentleman has a uh, baggy light brown sweater and kind of dark pants, and the woman has a uh, long black skirt and a short jacket. Um, Burla walks up to the first man. Uh, it, it's okay, Eli. It's okay. These uh, they, they're they're here to help. I'm I'm telling them about Desjardins and, and and the knife. Um, come, come. And he hugs the man that he addressed as Eli, uh, and then turns back to you. And as he does, yeah. Eli pulls out a knife and slits his throat. Yeah, right. So slits, we have, we missed some names in there, Jim. So basically, what happens is the guy babbles. Men and woman comes down. He greets one of them as Eli, yes. and then turns his back to him foolishly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> then he dies. Um, Mr. Marbury, what is your dex, please, sir? Uh, it's sixty. Six zero. And Mr. Volkov. Um, seventy-five. Seventy-five. Wow. Not only do you punch bears, you punch them quickly. Built for mm-hmm. action. <laughs> and running away. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. So, give me just a second. And she, wow, 
Good Lord. Um, okay, how would you guys like to respond to this? Uh, so um, I just want to ask, I mean, so, I mean, were we, do we have yeah, any chance to react before he stabbed him? Um, you can say no, yeah. it's fine. I just wonder. You know, is, is, he hugged him, so he's pretty close. Uh, I'm thinking not, but if someone can make an extreme dex roll, maybe. Yeah, you know, in that. In that quick second where there's a flash of a knife, and it would have to be. I don't know what. I don't know what the. Let me. Let me roll. Let me roll. Uh, Yeah. Go ahead and see if you. (laughs) Ninety-four. Welcome back. (laughs) So there's your answer. You can change the name, but not the rolls. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Volkov. So I will, you know, I will maybe I will regret this, but I'm not gonna shoot this gun. <laughs> but I will point it at this guy, Elia or Eli or whatever it is, and say, "You don't want to take a step, one more step, sir. What is happening here? Why did you kill the poor man?" Mr. Harwick. Yeah, no, I guess I will also pull up my gun and follow the professional's lead here and just be so my sort of a hold action. If either if any of these people seem to keep going with that knife, I'll just fire. Uh, Mr. Marbury. The uh, the second man, the second newcomer man, Mm -hmm. uh, I will move up to him since I was standing behind or probably to the side of him uh, and put the barrel of my pistol in his back, the lower back and whisper okay. to him. Don't move. I, uh, and Madame Danjou. Um, she's going to hide behind the table. That's been recently flipped over. Okay. Now, this, is, this is a family matter. It has been dealt with. This is a murder. It's a murder of someone who knows where a missing friend of ours is. So I'll tell you what, if you can just tell us where to find Father McBride, you can leave here. Yes, I am certain that Mahar told, as I am certain that my brother told you, he did not know where McBride was. But he was about to give us information that might help us find him. Perhaps you could do the same. I cannot. Perhaps you could tell me about this knife that he was talking to you about. I assume it's not the one you just stabbed your own brother with. Oh, you must understand. Brother gets involved in strange things. He believes he sees and hears things and knows things that he actually does not. I suggest that you all forget this matter and simply go on with your lives. I so want to shoot him. I I look at Harwick and say, who are these schlemiels? I I don't know, but apparently he thinks a delusional brother is a cause for killing people. I think at the very least we should bring him to the police. 
that is not going to happen. Are these some of those uh, zoo people? Uh, I don't. I've never met any of the that particular group. I couldn't tell you. I wasn't on the. Uh, I wasn't on the train when your uh, Mister Boyle arrived. Mister Marbury. Sir, would you care to make a dodge roll? <laughs> I would not, <laughs> but I will. All right, my dodge is a whopping 30. I got a 24, so a regular success. Nice, nice. um, almost faster than you can. You, you, you know, you're kind of focused on, you know the man and just but just out of the corner of your eye um you see the woman stab at you or pull out a a knife a kind of jag a very a shockingly almost jagged looking knife you know it does not have a nice clean edge it is very much serrated uh and stab at you but you're able to you know step out of the way just in time uh, Mr. Volkov, you see the woman oh, no. stab at your... Yes. No, when I see that, I shoot her uh, without even thinking. Um, let me roll. Uh... Don't forget your point blank. This is a small room. The advantage die or... Yep. Bonus die. Oh, okay. Point blank so... with a crowd of friends around. Yep. <laughs> Don't All forget, right. it's also easier to shoot your own people. Yes. <laughs> so, no, I will make it a normal pass uh, with a, a four points of luck spent. Roll some damage. And it's... Uh, Fresh blood, spending the luck. <laughs> so it's uh, eight I points of those days. For the <laughs> first shot. Uh, now, let me try the second shot. So, second shot, uh, because it's, it is point blank, is with, uh, without the extra die, right? Yep. Right. All right. So, let's see. Second shot is uh, actually, this is, uh, no, it's a hard success for eight more points of damage. And okay. the third one that has the damage... Uh, uh, the penalty die, I'm sorry, is also success for <laughs> a killing machine. Yeah. <laughs> Three shots for, uh, I don't know, and yes. there were 20 something or something. Uh, the three shots just rip into her, tear her apart. Uh, she falls to the ground. Um, the tall gentleman. The one who killed, the one who uh, sliced the throat of the man you, you were meeting, um, uh, leaps to stab at Madame Danjou. Would you care to make a dodge roll, Madame? <laughs> wow, is he misrepresented? Uh, Misfigured mis out who the threat is in this room. <laughs> <laughs> so Prepare to be spatula at the guest housekeeper. Uh, Prepare to be overfed until you die of heart disease. <laughs> you won't be able to run after me with all the pancakes I'm putting in you. <laughs> What's by stodge again? <laughs> half half, half decks. decks. Half decks. 
Okay, so <clears throat> I failed. Okay, uh, he missed. Mr. Harwick. <laughs> oh, I shoot at this guy. Yeah, for sure. The guy stabbing at Madame? Of course. So shot one uh, is not a success. Shot two uh, is also not a success. And shot three, oh, is an extreme success. Okay. Damage? Uh, that's a good question. Max damage plus a roll with the extreme success. Oh, cool. 18. Uh, he is blown away, thrown back against the wall in a spray of blood. Mr. Marbury. <laughs> Keep one alive. You, uh, so the <laughs> one that was just shot, was he the one that I uh, had my pistol in his back? No. No, you that still got him one. too. Yep. All right. So uh, I guess what I do is I keep the barrel stuck in his lower back and I try to basically grapple him by putting my forearm around his neck. Uh, okay. With the um, other arm. So a brawl roll, perhaps. Yep. Uh, with a bonus die for the, okay. for the gun. All right. Uh, so a 21 or an 11. 11 is a hard success. Okay, you have him pretty well grappled. Madame All right. I don't I suggest you don't move or you'll get some more of what they got. Um she's just looking on at the moment. She's not used to this. Okay. Um Mr. Marbury, the man that you have grappled, uh does not is not trying to pull away. Uh he starts um saying something uh, mm. in a language that none of you speak. Put your hands out. Take your hands out of your coat pockets. Stop him from Stop talking. Uh, yeah, I like crank down on my um, <laughs> grapple around his neck. Uh, he takes his hands out of his pockets. Right. I, I'm trying to like make it hard for him to breathe, but not choke him out. Okay. Uh, he's clearly trying to say something, but not in the language we understand. Yes. Uh, somebody grab his arms. Well, I'll punch him in the gut. Knock I, him will, out. I will just punch him. I'll, I will just punch him, uh, Jim, um, to, you know, try to. Um, I don't want to kill him or anything like that, but I will give him a hard punch. So, you know, knocks him <laughs> out. Basically. Yeah, I swivel him. I swivel <laughs> him around so Slava has a good shot to the front of him. I was fine with killing that woman brutally, but I don't want to kill this guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, we, need, we need to find out what is happening. So that's what I, I'm not going to kill him right now. So it's at 21. Is, it is a hard success. Okay. Don't even and, bother rolling. You, you knock him out. Okay. That's what you were going cool. for, right? Is to knock him out? Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. You knock what? him out. <laughs> I gently set him down into a chair. Okay. Nice work, Slava. Oh, well, she you, you saw that. Uh, she made me do it. I didn't want to kill her, but she was trying to kill you. Hell yes, she had a big knife. And I actually go and pick up that knife. Yeah, I will search the guy who I shot to see if he has any identification on him. Uh, he does. Um, uh, his name is Eli Burla. 
of Montreal. Does he uh, have anything else? Anything? Oh, good question. Sorry, does he have what? Any rings or anything? Any sort of jewelry or rings? Uh, he does not. Okay. Uh, he does, however, have two knives on him. Uh, one being kind of the traditional, um, you know, smooth, sharp knife with which he sliced his brother's throat open. Uh, and the second being a rather large, very jagged knife, um, somewhat identical to the one that the woman drew. Yeah, I kind of want to look at the knife that I just picked up. Um, any markings on it or any... Uh, anything interesting about it besides just a sharp knife? Uh, there are. Um, <clears throat> first, it's actually not that sharp. Hmm. Uh, it's it's very jagged. It's serrated. The uh, teeth, you know, it's got you know teeth on it, and it's actually the teeth are actually slightly hooked. Hmm. Um, the blade is. Uh, etched with some you know symbols and patterns that you don't immediately recognize uh, and the the hilt is is rather ornate um, make a how about an how about an intelligence roll okay uh, would archaeology help at all hard success or a coat uh, you you can Sure, go for an archaeology and an occult role. Okay. So that's a hard success in archaeology. Uh, okay. Hard success in occult. Okay. Uh, so together, <laughs> put a couple things together. Um, so despite its kind of ugly look, uh, this knife, you figure, won't actually do a whole lot of damage it's not going to hurt i mean it's going to hurt but you know it's not going to slice someone up just be you know, because it's you know not particularly sharp uh but it will absolutely rip and tear uh and grab onto and pull off pieces of flesh um, Mr. Harwick, uh, you do not recognize any of the, no, that's not true. Um, you, you don't directly re or recognize any of the symbology on the knife. Uh, although it does have a definite, uh, Asian or perhaps Indian, uh, look to it. Um, and Madame D'Anjou, uh, you, yep. you know, as, as, you know, Marbury is talking about kind of what the knife might do to a person and, um, you know, Harwick is talking about, well, maybe, you know, where maybe it's, it came from, um, you know, you, uh, recognize or remember, you know, the concept in certain occult rituals, uh, that have to do with, uh, you know, the laying on of curses or um, possession of people, this kind of thing uh, that require 
you know, a piece of the person, some skin or blood or that or that sort of thing. Uh, and these knives would be ideal for collecting such samples. So a ritual knife sort of thing. Yeah, these are ritual knives. Well, he was uh, the poor guy that is dead. He was mentioning something about the knife as well. Why don't we look for that other knife here? Maybe we can find it or find something else. I'll go and search the place. I'll help. I'll help. Um. So we have a name for a person. Um, for one of these, don't we? We have a full name. For one of yeah. the dead people? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, quick question. The, the guy the guy who was, you know, who brought us here, he's dead. Or can, is he hurt? Or can we, you know, bring him back or something like that? Uh, he is lying dead in a very large pool of blood. Okay, cool. Let's check in. So I will venture. I will venture into the uh, the place and see if we find the knife that he was talking about or anything else that is useful. Um, Madame will pull um, Mr. Hardwick aside briefly and say, hmm. "So these people may know where the father is." Well, that that's the hope that one of them may know or at least be give us some of a, a clue. But uh, depends okay, on whether well, or not he wants to talk or just do whatever he was doing. The this and I'll point to the one who killed the guy. We know his name. Um, I can I have the ability to contact spirits. Maybe tonight I should try and see whether I can find information from him. From his oh, spirit. Do you need to use one of these knives to collect his skin for it? Um, oh, or just his ID card work for you? Uh, just a name and probably the knife that he was carrying because it's been in contact with him. Okay. If he's used it, then yeah. I And he hands it to you, but he, this seems to be a bridge too far that the person who makes such lovely pancakes also is talking to spirits. <laughs> in fact, I'll just do a sanity. No, uh... <laughs> Uh, Jim, I would like to search the guy who called us here, his body. Okay. Um, you can do that. Uh, Mr. Volkov, I believe you were searching the cafe. Um, yes, sir. Spot Indeed. hidden. All right. Hold on. Oh gosh, I will I will burn five lock to find something. Uh, you find some cash in the till. I will grab it. Why not? <laughs> uh, some nice uh, Arabic spices. Um, some meat, maybe lamb or beef, uh, marinating in the back. Mm. So. Where did they come from? Didn't didn't they come from the second floor or something like that? No, they came from they came in the same door you did. Oh, the street. This is bad. Maybe we should oh. get out of here before the police come. 
Uh, Mr. Harwick, go ahead and make spot hidden roll. Uh, released a regular success. Uh, you find a ticket for a, uh, a steerage class uh, transatlantic voyage leaving Montreal tonight. Oh, steerage. Ugh. Maybe Miss Boone wants it. Uh, well, okay. And I, I, Mr. Mr. Do we bring this person with us? Mr. Marbury, he's your captive. We can, we can try to make him talk if you want. Well, let's splash some water in his face and see if he'll talk. And I assume that's why we didn't uh, smoke him. Yes, just need to. But maybe he doesn't care about death. Is there anything to? Is he tied up, or is there something we can tie him up with? You could use his own belt if you wanted to. I'm sure you that's... can find something in the cafe or his belt or. The dead woman's jacket, whatever. Yep. Do that before he gets splashed in the face. Okay. And you splash water in his face. Bring him around. Mm-hmm. Okay. I will. I will pull out. Um. You know my knife and kind of um putting put it over his uh throat and tell him if he wakes up. Uh, he does wake up. You just answer, and that's it. No talking. Okay? No talking. Uh, please. And I turn to, to, to Pierce. Go ahead, my friend. Ask, ask the questions. I, I kind of look at Harwick. Um... I'm not sure I know enough to ask the right questions here. Oh, well, um, uh, let's start with this. Are, are you also a member of the blood? Uh, he says something in a language you don't understand. Does he seem to understand what my question was? Psychology role. Uh, no. I leave it up to your own interpretation. If you can understand me, nod your head up and down for yes. Uh, he says something in a language you don't understand and nods his head. All right. Well, I don't understand you, so you don't need to speak anymore. You can just nod your head. And I will look at the Russian to get confirmation. So are you a member of the blood? Um, he shrugs. All right. Do you know where the blood are located? Uh, he shakes his head. Okay. Do you know who Desjardins is? He shakes his head. Uh, You're becoming not very useful to me, are you? 
says something in a language you don't understand. Do you want me to punch him? Do you want me to punch him? Mm. He doesn't I'll seem just, to have any useful information. <laughs> I'll just punch him. Uh. <laughs> he cries out and says something in a language you don't understand. Did you agree that the man, and I'll sort of point to the guy on the floor, the first, the small guy who let us in, did you agree that he needed to die? Uh, he says something in a language you don't understand. Nod your head yes or shake your head no, please. Uh, he says something else in a language you don't understand and nods his head. <sighs> okay. Is it because he was telling us about the blood? Uh, he shrugs. Is it because he was telling us about the ritual? He shrugs. Is it because he was telling us about the heart? Uh, he shrugs. I want to really, does he seem to react though when I say the heart? Psychology role? Get one of these eventually. No, nope, not with a ninety-two. I don't. I can try. Uh, everyone can make. Everyone can make a psychology roll. Okay. Yeah. Hold on. Uh, no, he passed. Madame Danjou passed. Yes. Okay. Um. You know, from his, I mean, obviously you don't know what he's saying, right? But, you know, from from his eyes and, you know, his demeanor and kind of the way that he's shrugging to some of these questions and, you know, nodding and so forth, uh, you'd guess that he, he absolutely knows what you're talking about when you are talking about the blood. And he absolutely knows what you're talking about when you're talking about the heart. Uh, but he is deathly terrified of something. And it's not you. Okay. Um, Mr. Hardwick, he knows the blood. He knows the heart. Mm. But he's afraid of something. Well, not us. So I will, I will look at him and I will pull out the ticket I have for steerage. And say, I'm guessing that when your organization hears that you are the only survivor of this and that the people you were sent to take out survived, they're not going to look kindly. They, I'm guessing they're the sorts that don't deal well with failure. I would love to give you this ticket that's leaving tonight. You can just go and make a new life, but you've given me no reason to give it to you. Just going to pause to see if he has any sort of reaction to that. Uh, would you like to make a social role of a threatening kind of man in a threatening kind of manner? Well, will persuade man work for you? Uh, I suppose. I mean, there's only one threatening, which is intimidate. I'd prefer intimidate. Uh, I'm what sure you would, but that but... doesn't work as well for me. But I'll, I'll try the old 15% base. Why not? Oh, no, I've got more than, you know, it's base. Nope. 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 
I am not. I wouldn't have even persuaded him either, so that's fine. All right. Well, Madame, gentlemen, he seems to be uh, comfortable just uh, staying here. We might as well just bind his hands and feet, and uh, I'm sure that uh, others will come looking for him. Fine with me. So I will take the belt off whoever else has got belts and tie up his legs. Put a uh, gag around his mouth. Okay. And we'll just leave him here, perhaps to die of starvation. Uh, sounds Har fair. Mr. Hardwick is no longer a nice man. <laughs> uh, let's cut over to Mr. McBride. Okay. Uh, so you make your way to the uh, the other funeral home. Uh, it is somewhat to the northeast of the downtown area uh, in an Italian neighborhood. Uh, there is a, uh, you know, this is clearly a much um, smaller, you know, poorer, not as fancy, not as ornate uh, funeral home as where uh, um, Soveru was. Uh, but you find a room, Trovio, with a uh, an easel, uh, with a photograph of a young man. Um, the people here, are they more, he was the, the longshoreman. That is so, correct. Um, and I don't speak any Italian. Um, uh, there aren't, there are very few people here. Um, there's, you know, a couple people kind of coming and going. They definitely look, you know, like a, a, a rough, you know, a rougher sort of people. Uh, there is a, an older woman uh, sobbing off in the corner. Um, you know, and as, as you kind of, you know, maybe watch for a few, you know, a few minutes, you know, someone will come in, um, you know, clearly a, a laborer or worker of some kind. Um, you know, walk up to the body, uh, you know, kind of shrug in some cases, maybe kind of chuckle um, and uh, leave. I will I will try to catch up with one of them or um, get in line behind them to go up to the body or in front of them so I can talk to them. Mm -hmm. um, Ricardo here, he was he was working. He wasn't working at the bistro. What was he doing there? Ah, Trovio was into all kinds of stuff. Yeah. Who knows? Probably working for somebody, trying to earn some extra bucks. The next Smuggle. cash on the side. Smuggling to the U.S., perhaps? Oh. <laughs> Oh, I'm sure no one would, no one would trust Ricardi. No one would trust Ricky to uh, actually smuggle anything. That guy was, and he'd steal the shirt off your back if he could get it. Nah, he probably just hired muscle, if anything. Hmm. Mm. So you don't think he was working at the club? 
Oh, the beast or the no, there's no way. Hmm. That's a little ritzy place for him. Yeah, exactly. A ritzy place like that would be a fool to hire someone like Ricky. Why was he there? That's what I was at. Hell if I know. He was probably doing a job for someone. He was trying to, I don't know, beat someone up. Collect on a debt. Get revenge for something. Who knows? Crossed the wrong people, though, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> That'll teach you, Ricky. So I'm... I'll try kind of the same thing after this guy leaves. And if I get the same story, I'll just go back thinking he was just hired muscle. Uh, you get basically the same story. All right. Uh, let's cut back to Ms. Boone and Ms. LaForge at the church. Uh, is there anything in particular that the two of you wanted to uh, to do while the others are out? <clears throat> Wonder why I didn't ask Stanley to pick a gun up on the way home. Oh, I'm muted. Um, there we go. Yeah. No, um, I think um, I want to go to the bank, but I don't want to leave Anna Salise alone. Uh, but I think she was. Oh, I don't want you pictures. to go to the bank. I will definitely try to stop you from going to the bank. Oh yeah, yeah. No, no. It's it's. Oh, you know what I'm going to do? While we're there, I'll crack the safe open. Check to see if the cow's heart's still there. Uh, the and... cow's heart is still there. Yes. Oh, okay. And uh, is it starting to stink? Uh, probably, yeah. Uh, maybe I'll just uh, remove that and put it back in the freezer at this point. But I'll put the safe deposit box key in the safe. Okay. Why are you do that? That is the one place they will look. Well, it's it's a safe. Isn't it the safest place? I doubt it. It would be safer to hide it where they are not going to look. They don't know to look for a key. Where do you think we should put it? I don't know. In somebody's sock, in the dirty laundry, in the kitchen, under the potatoes. It doesn't matter, but... Okay. But you okay. put it to one place that they have that they are interested in. That does not seem good. All right, sister. I'll take your I'll take your advice. I'll close the door and hide the key under the potatoes. Okay. <laughs> um, let's cut over real quick to. Was uh, there anything? Volca. Sorry. Was there anything in the in the photographs at all to look at? Um, nothing that you haven't seen before. Right? Okay. I mean, and you saw all that stuff in person too. So. Yeah. Uh, um, Volkov, Harwick, Harwick, Marbury, and Danjou. Um, you're leaving the gentleman behind to potentially starve on the floor of a abandoned and locked, well, if you lock the door, maybe you will, maybe you won't, cafe. Um, are you headed back to the church or somewhere else or? Well, I don't think we have anywhere to go but the church again. I mean, the church, uh, yeah. Mr. Marbury, you have Mad Madbury, or you have a uh, an alternative plan. You know, I will say that we the father was supposed to have filed a police report about Mr. Boyle. Uh, if he did, they may have additional information for you about him. Well, yeah, I guess I could go look at that. I'm not sure uh, if the police are going to have any better info than what you had. Well, you know, I did talk to them a bit about uh, 
Father McBride as well, and they did seem interested in looking for him. But uh, it's no matter to me. We can go back to the church if you'd rather. You think the uh, the police are competent around here, or are they uh, mooks? Well, actually, it's somewhat interesting. Apparently, they were part of our group was accosted by the police uh, for helping out uh, that evening when uh, Mr. Boyle died. Apparently, the police were uh, working for, or at least some of the police were in the pockets of uh, that rival gang. Well, uh, maybe we uh, better lie low from the police then. Perhaps. So, yes, I guess back to the church then. It's a fierce storm out here. (laughs) (laughs) The the spring wind has come up. Um, Okay, so I think at that point, pretty much everyone would return to Sankuti. And I think that's as good a place as any to call it for the evening.